Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 23 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 23rd episode of Talk Direction. And tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And today, more importantly, <laughs> if you haven't seen on Twitter, um, it's Kara's birthday and she's 21. Yeah. So So I did a nice line of 21 shots before I did this show. <laughs> I'm absolutely kidding. No, this is a family show. Yeah. I The only thing I've done today is watch QVC, QVC with my mom and help her with her paper and like nap. So That sounds nice. You know, living it up as a 21-year-old, yeah. really. And um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Go wish her happy birthday on Twitter. Oh. Um, even if it's late. And send her cute pictures of One Direction because that seems to be the theme of her birthday every year pretty much since. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. Since One Direction pretty much happened. Yeah. Um. Actually, I think it was like senior year of high school. Our friend Minnie, like, I don't know if I've told this story before, but she snuck into my room when I was sleeping. <laughs> I mean, like, she like planned it with my brother and my mom. She didn't like, like scale the house or whatever. I wouldn't put it past her though. That's true. She can be creepy. I'm kidding. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if she listens anymore, but anyway, so she like snuck in and like posted pictures of like weird pictures of One Direction and mostly Harry just all over my room in the bathroom in my in my on my floor um why am I acting like I have the entire floor to myself I definitely don't um but yeah so it was great just like waking up to see um it everywhere and also um a month later she put a cardboard cutout of Harry in my shower and see I wasn't expecting it so like like you would regularly be expecting (laughs) in your shower Harry to be no, in my no, no. So like I, like I've always like joked and said like I always have to check the um shower, like open the shower curtain before like I pee because like you never know. Like I don't want to die while I'm peeing, you know. Right. So um I went and checked it as I usually do, and I almost died because there was like a figure. Oh my god, it's so loud. I'll have to yeah. Anyway, and there was like a figure, and it was Harry, and I thought I was gonna die, but. Um, I didn't, so it's... You're still here, and you're 21. Yeah. And that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, that's a great story. <laughs> I kind of trailed <laughs> off there, but... But yeah, so send Kara some nice birthday wishes, and yeah. Oh, also, if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving is really, like, Americans celebrate it. Yeah. Canadians celebrate it but in like, October. like, months ago, yeah. Months ago. One month ago. Oh, well, you know, time. Um, and then... I don't know what other countries celebrate it, but um, just have nice days and nice Kara's birthday celebration. <laughs> you can celebrate Worldwide. that. That's true. Yes. I also just wanted to say about Thanksgiving, I think sometimes it can be um, difficult for a lot of people to uh, have to be around their family sometimes if they have different relatives coming over that they don't see too often or um, just like being around a lot of people because... Uh, families can't always be as accepting as you want them to be. And sometimes it's hard to be yourself around them if you're, you know, you can't, I don't know, depending on who you are, just either if it's you that people, people in your family can't accept, or there's just, you have different thinking about things. If you're more liberal and they're more conservative, sometimes you have to hold back on your thoughts or hold back on yourself, which can be really tough. So I just want to say that we're definitely here for you. 
um, if you're experiencing any that any of that type of stuff over Thanksgiving. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to just like take a break and say, let me just step out for a second um, and step back. And that's definitely okay to do. Um, and just know that we're definitely here if you want to tweet us or contact us or whatever. Um, or like, you know, listen to music, listen to One Direction, listen to the podcast, put something else on, distract yourself. Um, and know that you can get through this and it sucks. And, um, yeah, it can be difficult for sure. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add that little bit. Um, and also if you hear noise, um, we're at my house because we're recording in person. Oh, yeah, we're together. Yeah. That's exciting. And we're also wearing the same shirt because we always do our flannels. Yeah. Um, it wasn't planned. It was just, you know, we wear it all the time. Yeah. Anyway, so if you hear noises, it's either my dog, my mom, or any other family members slash maybe some ghosts. We don't know. The this house is ghost. old. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, you never really do know. Um, so this week we're going to be talking more about the album because... As usual, we just had so much to say about it, and we couldn't fit it all in one episode. So today we're doing sort of like favorites, least favorites, feminism, all this other stuff about the album. Um, and we've got a lot of listener feedback that people had been sending in from a while ago um, on the songs as well. But we're going to start with news. And the boys have really just been doing a lot of promotion. Um, so they've been on different shows. The first one uh, was Jimmy Kimmel that they were on, and... I don't know. Which of these have you watched? Have you watched clips of these things or? No, I only saw the clips on like, or the, not the clips, the like pictures from on their Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Um, I don't know. I usually don't really love Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't, he's not my favorite Jimmy. If you'll <laughs> say that. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, I wasn't really impressed with the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it made the fans look a bit stupid. They had this segment called Lie Witness News where I think they do it, like, for other people, but it was just kind of annoying when you do something to make, like, fans look stupid because, yeah. like, people already assume fans are stupid. So it was just kind of frustrating, and it was, like, making them look like they just um, will go along with anything the boys say, um, which was stupid. Wow. That's annoying. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just not, like... There's nothing revolutionary about, like, making fun of fans of a boy band. Like, that's some, like, oldest trick in the book, you know? Yeah. Like, prehistoric, yeah. I will say. So. Speaking of um, hackneyed jokes, he also did this thing with the potato, where it was, like, the, the, a potato became the new One Direction, like, member or whatever. And is it literally 2012? Like, I feel lit- like that's it, literally a 2012 it was, joke. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the boys are like okay yeah this potato <laughs> they even put it on stage with them like when they perform oh my god it had a cute little chair though that was yeah. kind of cute i mean it was cute but like it was all a little weird i wish they had like a dog or something that would have been better yeah we get to see harry try and hold dogs again i know literally my favorite is how uncomfortable he is when holding dogs yeah. it's oh wait that was like the other time they were on jimmy kimmel yeah. when they had all the decorations or the yeah, that was way that better. was good that was great yeah um, but yeah, this time wasn't great. Um, uh, the boys were funny though, when they were talking about interacting with Jimmy Kimmel's family, who was like, who are at the show and like mm-hmm. backstage. So, um, I don't know. Niall was saying he was talking to, um, Jimmy Kimmel's dad and that, that bit was funny. So watch those clips, but don't watch the other ones. <laughs> um, and then also they did, um, a performance outside on Hollywood Boulevard. They like shut down the entire street, which is so crazy. Um, and the, the clothing for the show was spectacular. First of all, during sound check, Harry was pictured wearing this fluffy 
Saint Laurent spring summer vest. Uh, and it, like, looked like he, like, had a sheep and put it on him. It literally looked like, you know, the, um, fake sheepskin things from Ikea? Like, the little, like, rugs? Yeah. It literally looked like he just, like, popped some, like, armholes and just, like, <laughs> put it on. And I feel like maybe I'll do that for, like, a low-budget version. <laughs> we could sell them. That'd yeah. Be just get a whole bunch of, like, Ikea bath mats. Like, yeah, sounds good to up. me. But, like, he... I loved it. I Me thought it too. was a real look. It was such a good look. And, like, his little, like, sunglasses mm-hmm. and just, like, he was holding a camera and it was just like, this yeah. is the look that I want. I know. It was gorgeous. And then during the actual performance, uh, he wore Dolce & Gabbana floral jacquard pants, which are over $1,000, which is crazy for a pair of pants. Um, But they were these, like, black with white flower detailing, uh, like, nice dress pants yeah i was like confused as why they were like not tight but then i realized they're like actually trousers so they're not yeah. supposed to be like skin tight yeah but um so but those looked really nice as well yeah um everyone's freaking out yeah but the best was yet to come yeah the best is yet to come guys i feel like this was like in preparation yeah for what we just were like little see. bits mm-hmm. so like not to overwhelm us but yeah. we we're still overwhelmed so yes pretty much <laughs> Um, so then they were on the Jonathan Ross show as well, which is a UK, uh, talk show. Um, and this one was a lot better. I thought it was quite funny. Um, my, Michael McIntyre was also on the show. He's an English comedian, actor, presenter person. Um, so like he was also sitting there like on the couch with all the other boys. So like he was adding commentary at some points. I was like, okay, that's like enough. Stop, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> I thought he was, he added to it. Uh, it was also kind of weird because, um, obviously they're going to ask about Zane and Jonathan Ross asked, like, who was the closest to Zane in the band? And Louis said that he was. No. And then, um, he was like, are you still close to him? Like, oh whatever. God. And Louis was just like, uh, like, it was obvious that he wasn't, like, he literally said, uh, and he was oh saying, like, oh yeah, I haven't spoken to him in a couple of weeks. But like, we also know that, Zane just talked to Liam for the first time a couple weeks ago. For the first time since he left the band. So, like, eight months. Yeah. So, the first time since he left the band. So, like, I don't think that Louis has talked to Zane. It was probably just one of those things where you're like, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Like, you know, so... That was kind of sad. Yeah. And it just, like, kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like, I'm wondering, like, why they're allowed to, like, ask those questions. I just could not imagine, like having to deal with that in the public eye and just being like trying like knowing you have to lie about it yeah it's just really awkward and weird like could you imagine you have like a fallout with one of your best friends and then you have to like relive it in public tv yeah exactly and i feel like louis is not always the best at lying so like the fact that you like paused and like just didn't want to like answer it right away yeah it just makes me sad yeah um they also played never have i ever which they played on ellen too when they were on her show and we didn't really talk about this segment on ellen yeah. Um, but I think it can it can be funny, but it's also a little bit sad when the boys have to answer like really personal questions yeah. that you probably don't want to talk about with the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, especially they like to ask sexual questions, which is just like uncomfortable a bit. I mean, it can be funny like when they're not too personal, but it's also like you can tell, especially with Harry, you could tell how uncomfortable he was with the topics. And I know these aren't just geared to the boys. Like I've seen Justin Bieber have to play on Ellen and like he thought it was fine. So I think it probably like goes by personality, but um, it kind of sucks if you don't want to be answering such personal questions. Yeah. And you can't really get out of it. It's not like you can just like be silent because it's like you have like 
two choices and it's like kind of yeah. um obvious if you don't like answer that it's like i don't know it just yeah. sucks yeah um but i mean the michael mcintyre kind of made it funny saying like you can't ask them this both sides of the thing should say never like rather than like <laughs> yeah. that they've ever done any of these things because they were asking about like doing drugs or being part of the mile high club stuff like that <laughs> um so i mean it was a funny segment but also you have to realize that like uncomfortable for the boys as well yeah um then we get to the amas um which are the american music awards which happened was it last sunday i think so um something like that the 22nd of oh so like three days ago yeah um so the boys came out on the red carpet wearing incredible outfits there's a picture right here and it's just uh bringing me back so liam let's work our way over so liam he he looks pretty sharp he's wearing a nice suit i know him and louis were saying that they haven't um worn suits like nice dress suits in a while so it was nice for them to dress up yeah um louis also looks really nice and just like a black suit and his hair is fringy and it's swoopy and i really like it Mm. Uh, and then Niall's wearing, is that a blue suit? Yeah, it looks like navy blue to me. Yeah, with a skinny tie. Oh and God. he's got his glasses on that he's been wearing lately. And I'm just so happy he's, like, continuing to wear these glasses. I know. He just, like, knows, like, what the people want. Yep. Exactly. God bless. I feel like, honestly, I feel like they were testing them out on those, like, different shows, like, to see the reaction. Yeah. he wore them on Good Morning America, I think it was. Um and yeah and so he's wearing them again and i hope he continues wow. to wear them yeah they posted this on the one direction snapchat like before there's pictures on the um from the red carpet and everyone was freaking out like i could not believe my eyes i feel like niles never like actually worn a suit to these kinds of things mm-hmm. like i feel like he always just shows up in like like ripped jeans and a t-shirt which is fine but i love seeing him in a suit he just looks so like sharp yeah he really does what was harry saying he looked like um a wall, wall street, street banker, banker. yeah, yeah. Which I can definitely funny. see that. Yeah. But I feel like he'd be, like, a good one. He's not, like, um, you know, corrupt. Yeah. Wholesome boy. Definitely. Um, if those even exist on the <laughs> street. Um, and, yeah, it was really funny because I knew that the boys were going to be at the AMAs and, like, going to be um, – the pictures of what they were going to be wearing would be coming up soon. And mm-hmm. I was – I think I was just working on an essay or something mm-hmm. um, that was due Monday. And um, – and then I looked at my phone at one point because I was just checking it, and I saw like five texts from Kara, and I was like, "The outfits are out." <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I knew at that moment that the outfits had gone out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I was like, "I'm prepared something, yes. something." They're wearing something, and then like I looked, and they're we wearing have- something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we have Niall in glasses, and then Harry in this beautiful suit. Oh my um, god! It's a Gucci spring summer suit, and. It's, like, creamy white. Is that really white? Maybe it's just white. Yeah, it looks white to me. So it's white with black floral detailing all over it. Um, And the pants are, they're not fitted, like, skinny pants or whatever. They're flared. And he's got some boots on as well. What do you have to say about this outfit, Kara? I just, like, couldn't love it more. I just feel like... I don't know, like, when I was seeing the Snapchats of it, I was like, I wonder how, like, he'll look in flared pants or, like, bell bottoms. I don't know if they're technically bell bottoms but they're definitely like pretty flared but mm-hmm. i just like love it and i love how like i've we've said like so many times that he's just like really like expanding his fashion mm-hmm. style what okay yeah um <laughs> but i just like love it it looks so good like it's so unique and just like awesome it's just such a like you know hashtag look 
And also I love the little um bolo tie that it's like a little black flower. So it's like such like a little like soft touch that yeah. just like really adds it. Yeah, like, I think he just nice thing. I don't know what I was going for. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, we get it. Okay. I think he just looks so good. And I love how just like gutsy and confident it like yeah. you have to be to just you know what? I'm gonna wear this awesome suit. And like, can we take a moment to congratulate Harry Lambert, their stylist, for putting these outfits together? Because these outfits are just on point. Like, and also Lou Teasdale for the hair, because I think Louis's hair is incredible. Harry's hair is just majestic as usual. Um, but yeah, Harry does Lambert, Harry Lambert do um all the boys' outfits or just Harry's? Um, I think he. I don't know. I think he does all of them. That would make sense, but I've only heard him, like, tweet about, like, Harry, so I'll have to look into it. Yeah. But either way, he's doing a fantastic job, so... Yeah. I'm so happy with these outfits. Yeah, they're amazing. And, like, I was thinking back, and I tweeted this, I think, like, back when we thought Harry wore, like, the cowboy hat to the AMAs, and we thought it was, like, so extreme. That's and, like, so true. drastic, and now he's wearing this, like, flared floral suit. Yeah. Just... I just feel like the AMAs always do such great things for, like, their looks. Like, they always just, like, really step it up. Yeah, they go all out for them, which it's is so nice. great. Because, like, a lot of other award shows, they just sort of wear t-shirts and skinny jeans. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see them amp up the style. Yeah. Um, and then it was funny when the boys were being asked, like, what they were wearing, um, like, going by personality. <laughs> Louie and Liam didn't know who they were wearing. And then Niall was just like, yeah, I'm wearing, like... Tom Ford something, something, or not that Tom Ford's a perfume, right? Or no, a, Tom Ford. Does I, he do other things? I think so. Wow, I'm not good. I don't know. Anyway, he was like giving it to straight and Harry's like, yeah, I'm wearing Gucci or whatever. It's just funny. I wonder if Gucci is becoming his new like Saint Laurent. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, they're doing a great job in Could spring, be. summer, so. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh yeah, Liam was also wearing pink socks. Like he's like, I don't know what suit I'm wearing, but like I'm wearing <laughs> pink socks, so like. <laughs> proud of that yeah it's really cute because you can't even see them really like when he's just like standing right. but, but you like, know they're on yeah and like you know it made him feel like a little extra special mm -hmm. um and then also for the ama's rehearsal like the sound check harry was wearing his white pe page denim jeans again i didn't see the pictures of that you have to see them oh my they're god they're really nice he's yes. wearing it with the star shirt he'd worn oh recently. yeah i saw like only from like the waist up so i didn't see the pants like yeah well, it was good. Yeah. Give me what I want to see, people. Yeah. And then um, on the AMAs, they performed Perfect, which, like, as we've said, Perfect isn't our favorite live performance. Mm -hmm. um, I thought they did a good job. It was interesting to compare their performance to some of the other ones of the night because a lot of people go really all out and have backup dancers and, like, tons of people and, like, tons of props going on. Yeah. And it was just them standing at their microphones, which was kind of different. Mm. Um, not for them, but compared to other artists and i thought they did a good job but i still would rather there was like some rumors that they might do like what a feeling yeah. i don't know i feel like whenever i see rumors my like, carrot don't get your hopes up like these are definitely just rumors but like yeah my hopes were already up like once you just like say those words in that order to me like they're no going back from that and i just feel like if harry performed that with like that suit on it would just have been a magical moment but um you know he wore his glitter boots so like for the performance so like i can't be mad <laughs> Yeah, Harry wore his glitter boots, and same, the necktie that we talked about, it, which was in black in the first outfit, mm -hmm. he wore a yellow one, uh, which is also Gucci, um, and then he was wearing these sort of, like, like they were like ankle grazer pants that were slightly flared, mm -hmm. um, and then Niall had this awesome, like, sheer floral yes. shirt on. It wasn't, like, completely sheer, but there were gaps in between, like, I, I think it was floral or yeah, some it type of pattern. Yeah, it looked like 
leopard print, but oh my god, <laughs> leopard print sheer shirt, like amazing. And then Liam had this cute little brown vest going on. Yeah. And then Louis was just in a t-shirt, and they were all wearing black skinny jeans, except Harold. Um, and then speaking of the awards they won, <laughs> um, One Direction won best pop rock group slash duo slash whatever else it was. <laughs> um, and they gave like a nice little speech. And then the biggest award of the night, Artist of the Year, One Direction also won, which was just so crazy. I know. And, like, I was watching it live, and to see their group hug happen when they won that, because, like, they won the best pop group, which probably they were expecting, because, mm. like, they were going to the award show. Usually, if you're that big and you're invited, like, you win something or something, yeah. unless it's, like, the Grammys or, what, yeah, Oscars or Grammys, mm-hmm. um, but... Uh, the the group hug was just so beautiful because they were like looked genuinely completely shocked yeah. about it. Um, did you watch that? I'm so mad because I went to bed like 20 minutes or like yeah stopped watching like 20 minutes before it was over because I was like oh they're not gonna be on again but I forgot they were up for artist of the year uh, so um I watched all up until that point which is sad. Well, it was a beautiful win and they were like really not expecting it and they were up against like Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande and a whole bunch of other people. So it's so crazy that they won. It's awesome. And they were, when they gave their speech to say thank you, they were like saying thank you, especially for fans for this year in particular, Aww. obviously, because Zayn left the band and whatever, we know they're going on a break. So this year is really important. Um, and Liam tweeted after the fact, now actually Niall has tweeted as well, mm-hmm. but he said, what the actual F, thank you so much. We are overly privileged to have moments like these to remember forever. Thank you, each and every one. Oh. Um, so that was just really nice. I like that he actually wrote what the actual F. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me censoring yeah, myself. for once. And by the way, I censor myself because this is not an explicit pause <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I don't know, like, if people... I know... Who is it? Tune Muses were saying, oh, you guys sound so, like... Innocent. Innocent yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> we're not innocent. No, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the main discussion. Oh, no. First, I wanted to say that we found out One Direction's going to be on James Corden yeah. again on December 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard it's for the full show. I don't know if that's true. Oh, my God. Like, let's not get our hopes up. Yeah. Well, now they're up, so thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> Sorry. But... I cannot believe we get another James Corden interview because the last one, if you haven't watched it, go watch that because that was the greatest thing ever. Watch the dodgeball parts, watch the interview parts. So I'm super excited about that. Um, Yeah. And then they've done other interviews with like Ryan Seacrest and some other radio interviews, which you can go find online. There's so much. Like I have not been keeping up. I feel like, you know, like last week how we were talking about like how... Um, well, actually, I was talking about how I don't, like, watch the last seasons of, like, my favorite yeah. shows and stuff. I feel like this is sort of me doing it and, like, <laughs> not watching any of the interviews because I'll be like, oh, I can just, like, I'll watch them when they're on break. So, like, I mm-hmm. re- pretend that that's actually happening then. So I, I mean, that's a good strategy. I guess. I thought, I think you it's, pretend like. Pretend it's not over. Yeah. That's my, <laughs> always my strategy with everything. Okay. Let's move on to the main discussion now. Like we said, we're going to be talking about more album stuff. So, now we have some figures some data to talk about. Um, Made in the AM got number one in the UK with 93,000 sales, while Justin Bieber got number two with 90,000 sales. So One Direction beat Justin Bieber by 3,000 sales, which was pretty awesome. Um, And it's the fastest selling album of the year so far for the UK charts. Um, Although 
I'm sure this week Adele will yeah. break that record. I think Adele broke like every record ever like Probably. this week, <laughs> which is to be expected to be Most honest. Most likely. But yeah. I mean, they held it for like seven days. A so. solid seven days. <laughs> good for One Direction. But the main part is that they beat Justin Bieber in their home country. Yeah, exactly. So that's good. Because all of One Direction's albums in the UK have gone to number one, mm. I believe. So, um, uh, unfortunately, Justin got number one on Billboard, which sort of counts, I think. I don't know if it's the U.S. and all of them or all the countries. I'm not sure. Or just like, I think, I think it's all because it counts the streaming as well. Anyway, so on Billboard, Justin got number one with 649,000. Um, and One Direction got 459,000. So they were two, like 200,000 behind. Mm. Um, but that's okay. They got number one in the UK. Yeah. I think Justin Bieber like really outdid them with streaming just because like his singles have been doing so well in the charts and stuff. So I think streaming like does help a lot and also justin bieber has been away for a while and so this is his comeback so Mm -hmm. people are interested to see what he's gonna do so you have on one hand all the believers like wanting to carry on being a fan but you also have a whole bunch of older people you know i think coming in and being like oh he's cool now like let's listen to his music yeah that's what i was thinking like we can't really compare like the two because justin bieber has already had his time to like get away from the music scene and like this is like his coming back yeah. and One Direction hasn't had that yet. So I think it'd be more like apt to like compare this album of Justin Bieber's with, like One Direction's like next album. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that like he's already had his chance to like have his transformation and One Direction hasn't really. Exactly. Making the comparison with four, um, for UK sellings, sales, <laughs> four outsold made in the AM, but with all sales like worldwide, mm-hmm. um, made in the AM outsold for um by about a hundred thousand. So that's really cool. Um and the boys just seemed really happy about getting the number one. I think they probably cared most about getting a number one in the UK, um, because that is their home country and they want to be able to beat Justin Bieber at least there. Yeah, I'm glad it was like um like they want of like they beat him on like one yeah. thing. I'm glad it wasn't like both on both. Yeah. I think it was like, I think it's nice that it was, you know, they each got their little title and their own. Actually, right. wait, Justin Bieber's from Canada, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> um, anyway. Let's move on to some questions that we have about the album. Okay. Um, this one comes from Ali Co or at Fangirl2XX um, and they asked, what's your favorite song on the album and why? I love your podcast, Heart, Heart, Heart. Thank you so much. Um, so do you have a favorite song? Yeah, I actually do. Um, and it was really hard when I was doing the Made in the AM survey. It was like, Kara, you gotta just, gotta go with your, go with your gut. So mm-hmm. I think it's like easy to like find my favorite song, but then like, like numbering it after is like really hard for me. My favorite by far, well, not by far, but like so far um is what a feeling um and i just like love the feeling it gives me haha <laughs> um i just um this is kind of weird but when caitlin was pulling in my driveway to um come to my house and record i was actually just like chilling outside look- looking at the moon and, like listening to that song because it's a full moon tonight um and it was just like such a great feeling um and it just like i just love that song it just i feel like it'll never get old for me and i just like such a um, I don't even know like what words to describe it. Nostalgic, impactful. Um, it just really gives me great jam. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And would you say that that's how you sort of felt after 
I know you didn't listen to the album in one go, but like, is that a different opinion? Because Patty or Peahouse1964 mm-hmm. asked if like what our favorite would be after one listen of the album. Would you say like that's pretty much what it was? Yeah, I think that like when I immediately heard, I was like, oh my god, this one definitely stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even li- listening to the other ones, I was like, still like I want to go back to like what a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that like it's staying pretty constant, but it might change because it's only been out a week or so. I know, and it's so weird also because we have like Adele's album came out, mm-hmm. Alicia Cara, is that how you say it? Alicia, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, her album came out, so like you're also trying to like balance listening to other artists mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it's. I mean, although One Direction has mostly been what I'm listening to. <laughs> um, but yeah, my favorite is Olivia. And I think, I mean, again, first listen, didn't listen to it, like didn't listen to the album in one go. But I think it was pretty much my favorite as soon as I heard it. And then nothing beat it after I'd heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved it so much. And it was, I was listening to it when I heard it the first time I was with my sister and we were in a museum, a fashion museum. And, um, we were like sitting on the couch and I listened first and I listened twice through and then I made her listen. Um, and it was just really nice to do that. And then we continued to walk down the streets of New York and we were like skipping and dancing to the song. And it was just really fun. It's definitely a skippy song. Yeah. And like, literally we were like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going (laughs) to skip down this street, like arm in arm. Let's go. So, um, yeah, but I really, really like that song. And I don't know. I feel like. I picture, like, the color orange and, like, swirls and, like, all this stuff and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and, I don't know. It just makes me really happy. Um, and then now we have some fan reactions. Um, so let's just go back and forth with this. Okay. Max or at Folia Louie, Foley, I don't know how to say that. Um, said, I have so many thoughts, but Olivia is deaf my favorite song for the strings and almost theatrical instrumentals overall. I love how they really explored musical nuances and interests, interests, how do you say that? Intricacies. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's a regular word. Wow. Um, <laughs> to make Made in the AM unique and 100% One Direction. Like in End of the Day with the time signature changes, poetic lyrics, and slight distortion of On Me. Um, Joanna Elise says, I have a hard time picking a favorite, but I think it's If I Could Fly. I can never listen to it just once when I'm going through the album. I'm also a big fan of Never Enough and Olivia and Tipperary Fix and History and None of the Day and pretty much all the songs. They're just so good, I can't choose. I w- uh, it would take me some time, some serious time to pick a second favorite. I think overall the album just has a good vibe to it. I can definitely hear the musical references to artists they were inspired by, but it's also still so 1D. As a violin player myself, I adore the introduction of strings in some of the songs, and I love the clarity, yeah, clarity, which you can hear their voices on so many songs too. At I Bet My Life said, my favorite song was A.M., since you can interpret it as in the morning and aftermath. Um, Fangirl2XX says, AM is the is absolutely the best song on the album. Um, at Mrs. Durbin said, end of the day, but then maybe never enough. Like seven contenders for favorites. Oh, <laughs> she had like seven te- contenders for favorites, which I thought was funny because mm-hmm. I think she like kept changing her mind. And like, <laughs> it's so hard to choose, honestly. Really I understand. And then Sarah Marie said, <laughs> I have a lot of issues trying to pick a favorite song. Never Enough and Temporary Fix stand out, but I love If I Could Fly and I Want to Write You a Song. AM also really stands out for me. 
It's the only one that made me cry when listening to the entire album. For me, it really speaks to the fans and the boys asking us to stick around until they come back, or even thanking us for sticking through it all. The entire album is nostalgic and beautiful, and I am so, so proud of them. Um, so then P House 1964 asked us what our top five favorite songs of the album are and um like from the first few days of listening and then she wants us to do it again like in a couple months that's so cool and then see if it's changed because I definitely think it could you know like I feel like I haven't even listened to the songs well enough like even now like I'll listen and not know right away like what song it is you know I'll be like oh this is such a good jam darn it it's wolves like the lyrics aren't feminist enough for me (laughs) seriously Okay, so um, let's go through our top favorite five. Five favorite? Wow, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's your first one? Um, or so is this like in order of like favorite to least favorite? No, don't make me do that. Okay, so just top <laughs> five in general. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, this is kind of off the cuff, um, as all things of my life are. Okay. But okay, so should I just like list all five of them? If you want to go back and forth. Okay, so um, what a feeling is my first one. Um, I also have what a feeling. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be kind of silly. Okay, go okay. ahead. Um, so actually, why don't we just do all five of them? Okay, at once? yeah, go ahead. Okay, so what a feeling. Um, Olivia, um, I want to write you a song, Wolves, and Walking in the Wind, I think. I think that's for now mine. Okay, I have Olivia. Well, I didn't choose the top five, I don't think. <laughs> Did you just choose like ten? <laughs> I said, Olivia, what a feeling. If I could fly, I want to write you a song. History, temporary fix, end of the day, walking in the wind. So nice top eight. <laughs> that's not too I bad. I couldn't choose. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I have 17 songs. I've narrowed it down to a top eight. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> so more than half. No, no, less than half. Less than half. Look at that. It's too hard to pick a top. Because, like, you're like, yes, this is good. Oh, wait, I forgot this I know. one. Oh, no, I forgot this like, one. Like, looking at this, I'm like, god dang, I, I want to put all of those on. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. Oh, wait, but Long Way good. Down, too. That's also really good. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I know. I don't know song titles at this point. Even, like, sometimes I'll go back into four, and there's one song that just, like, I was like, is that really a title of a song? What is it? Now I have to know. I don't know. But now you won't know because. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I just. I want to know. So we've looked up which song yeah. <laughs> is the one that I don't. I just, like, I knew it. But, like, Once in a Lifetime is not a song that ever stood out to me. Yeah. So it's sort of, like, kind of bland. And so when I saw the title, I was like, oh, that's the title of that song, mm. Once in a Lifetime. I don't know if I'd heard it. If I would hear the song, I'd be able to be like, oh, that's what it's called, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, it's not just, it's not a song that, they didn't ever do it live. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't perform it, and it just, I didn't love the song ever, so. We should do, like, a thing. I don't know how we could do this with um, copyright and stuff, but if we, like, put snippets of the song that, like, that are kind of, like, the forgotten songs and, like, trying to pick them out, I feel like that'd be so hard. That would be really hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should, because we need to play more games like that. Where, I know. Like, we read random lyrics and, like, you have to figure out what song it's from. Oh, yeah. Can we, we do that? A I long think we time did ago? it, but, like, we didn't ever put it on the show because it was, like, really hard, slash, it uh, would have been so hard to edit. Oh but, like, God. I went to, like, this pop culture trivia night the other week or so, 
And the prize, okay, was $265 in cash. Oh, my God. And I was, like, so amped. I was like, yeah, they're going to have such good, like, pop culture. I'm all up in my pop culture. Like, where's the One Direction questions? Like, um, there was not one One Direction question. And, like, what even is that? Literally, you can't call it pop culture. Like, he literally um, made a joke about, um, I feel like, I think he made a joke literally about Justin Bieber, quote, unquote, being a girl. Like, you know, like, 2008 jokes. Oh, like, my the God. Disgusting, like, just very messed up in many ways jokes and also um a joke about taylor swift like dating too many people i'm like literally what is this is this like 2009 like it's crazy and like then they had like um the songs were like from the 50s like the like tv um what's it called tv kaya yeah no um theme songs that's what i meant um trailer commercial so i was like this isn't like the 1950s pop culture like go with the times you know it was just crazy i was like i want a refund and we almost won but we were we didn't so wow that sucks. And there's that's a horrible yeah. story. Why I know. Why you tell that story? Just because I'm really pissed because we were literally one thing away from winning. Really? And it was, oh my God, it was the most stressful moment of my life. Oh. All right. Not really. But okay. <laughs> one of Back the most into one stressful direction. nights. Yeah. Okay. So, I Bet My Life on Twitter asked us what our least favorite songs were. Um, I think this is an easier question than perfect. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that freaking <laughs> slip though. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Wow. favorites to do least favorites um because i don't think i have as many least favorites as i do favorites um but my least favorites are perfect like i just said uh infinity and hey angel is like it's not it's not that bad but i remember and i know harry's talked about hey angel and said they started with that song because it reminded them of clouds from four Mm. and it had that sort of same like epic kind of like uh overbearing feeling I did not see that at all. I don't see that. As, you don't see clouds as that? I don't see clouds as being like infinity. No, as um, infinity as being like clouds. Oh, you, you said infinity. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, we have this on tape. Okay, we're going to go back and listen. <laughs> yeah. I, I meant Hey Angel. Okay. No, I said perfect infinity and then Hey Angel. Um, I just want to make a note that while I'm editing this, I realized that Caitlin was indeed correct the entire time. And she did say Hey Angel and not infinity. Um. So yeah, um, Caitlin, you were right. I was wrong, and I just wanted to admit my defeat in this arena. <laughs> okay, back to your regular scheduled programming. I, okay, maybe I, mean, I just was confused. Hey, Angel, is it this? Is like, uh, and I felt the same way when I heard Clouds. It wasn't something I was immediately drawn that's to. That's exactly how I feel, and that's interesting that they um, compared it to Clouds then, because or Hey, Angel, the Clouds, because I could definitely see the comparisons. Yeah, it's, they're it's, like, very similar. It doesn't really do much to me, but it just kind of like. I feel like if we heard it in concert, we'd be really pumped. Yeah. But like clouds in concert, was yeah, good. it's so and it was amazing. a good opener for the show, it, and that's very like good. they wanted to open the album like that. Yeah. Um, but I would say that it's one of my least favorite of the album. Yeah, I have to agree with that. So, what are your other ones that you don't like? Okay, so I've been liking Angel a little bit more recently. I think it's definitely um, a grower. Um, 
Um, I don't know. It's like I'm looking through a track list right now. It's like really hard to. Oh, love you goodbye. That's never mind. I don't know why you don't like that one. I just, you didn't like that at the beginning. Yeah, I like that one. I'm like, I feel like I can't force myself to listen to it. I'm like, there's so many other good songs. Like, how am I gonna force myself to listen to this for three minutes and thirteen or sixteen <laughs> seconds? Like, I don't know. I feel like I have to like make myself listen to it. I'm just gonna like sit down and listen to it for an entire day. Actually, that would probably do the exact opposite of what I'm intending. But I like that it's emotional and it feels real. Like, it's like... I don't know. It just, like, sort of feels like something that you would hear at a karaoke night at a dive bar and you just kind of be like, give me another shot, please. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Way to throw Louis' favorite song down. Oh, no. Is it really? Yeah. Although his... He did, like, the whole writing of it and everything. It was, like, his proudest moment. Oh, God. He's like, I put, so I, this is the song I felt like I put most things into. I love the lyrics. I love the lyrics. I just hate how it sounds exactly like Apologize from One Republic. And like, I don't know. It just sounds sort of like, I don't know. Whatever. But it's I your love, least favorite. I, you can claim it. <laughs> I love his, um, his, what's it called? He, this is the high note he did, right? Yeah. So that sounds so good. Like his lyrics are so, I mean, his um, vocals are so good, but I just don't, something about the song, man. It's like mean moments. Like I'm, I'm just like asking for like a mob and it's probably just gonna be just caitlin just with the <laughs> and you fork. really like perfect and infinity i don't love infinity infinity is probably my other least favorite but perfect i like if i just phone <laughs> what the heck who's calling let's fight okay well that was anticlimactic okay <laughs> um so infinity is probably my other least favorite if i had to do three if you did three i'll do three um I like perfect. I have to, I just like the chorus enough that it, like, I just kind of tune out the rest, the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, I just kind of tune out the rest of it. I mean, I don't even like hate the rest of it. I just kind of like, eh. The, the I think at? the beginning verse is the worst. It kills for me. me. The beginning when Liam is singing. Cause when he says so, girl. He's so boy bandy. He yeah. says girl. He says like some other babe or some, something like that. Baby. It's, yeah, it's the yeah. Yeah, it's me. the yeah. The girl, the yeah, the sort of talky, like country. I don't even know. Don't yeah. like the beginning. I think um, me and Caitlin on when we hung out on Halloween, we were gonna like rewrite the oh, um, yeah, lyrics for perfect. We definitely should. I really want to. Yeah. And then send it in just like anonymously. Actually, and it's they'll anonymous. totally read it. And they'll absolutely change it. They'll you know um, redact me in the AM just yeah. to change it with our lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Then what songs were we disappointed about? You can't look at my choices. Okay. Um, I kind of just did, so. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm gonna... This isn't the blank copy. What's the blank copy? Oh, okay. This is my um, copy. Um, let's see. I definitely was disappointed by Wolves, except only lyrically, not, not musically. musically. Musically, I was blown away. I was like, this is incredible, but yeah. lyrically... That's I'm why I'm like, so sad every time it comes on. I'm like, yes, this is my favorite. Oh, yeah. wait, the lyrics. You just kind of have to forget to, like, how to speak English <laughs> for, like, the, um, four minutes that it's on and just yeah. jam. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm just, I just hate when people compare women to We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Oh yeah. I'm sure we're going to freaking tear it apart. Well, we have like a, a whole wolf. feminist section on this little bit. Um, but yeah, I was disappointed with wolves too. And then, hey angel, just like for the fact that Harry built it up so much, I thought it was going to be like really good. And one of our favorites. And one of our favorites. I feel like me and Harry. And like the lyrics, cause like what he'd been saying, I was yeah, like, oh, this so could be beautiful. interesting. Yeah. And then it just wasn't what I sort of expected, which is yeah. kind I of a letdown. I saw a tweet that was like, um, from Harry's tweets, I thought it was, um, hey angel was going to be a sad song. So like yeah. now like bopping to it makes me sound, or like makes it feel like I'm 
um, laughing at a funeral. And I kind of, like, get that. Because, yeah. like, from Harry's um, tweets, like, we were all talking about, like, how it's probably some about someone who had passed away. And then it's just, like, kind of, like, a second, like, Clouds Part 2. Yeah. So. so anyone that. else you have? Um, love you, goodbye. I'm sorry. Okay, well, you just don't like that one. I know. I just, maybe, like, I'll have, like, a breakthrough and, like, 4 a.m. comes, like, one day. I'll just shoot up. Um, you know, from sleeping. So are you to, saying like, your opinion will be remade in the AM? <laughs> oh my god. Please exit my house. The door is right there. Oh, I really, maybe I, I shouldn't say this, but I had like a really nice plan to come up and like somehow put every single song, like just say it casually, like the th- song name, yeah. like in the whole episode and people would have to like find where oh I said them Oh my god. I think I'll do that at some point. Yeah, that'd be, be so prepared, fun. guys. It's going to be coming. Um, but do you think there's any song that's like Girl Almighty or No Control were for four? They were sort of like became these fan songs. It's like maybe Girl Power for Girl Almighty. Are there um, songs that could potentially be like that? I feel like history set out for me um, because of the line, like, we could be the greatest team um that the world has ever seen like i know that's for the fans but also i think um if it's about a significant other um i feel like a team is just like the best thing that you could call like a couple like or 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 polyamorous relationship yeah just a relationship in general i feel like a team is just like that's what you want you know yeah um so i think history and olivia um I think, I don't know, I, have to, I probably have to go, like, read Olivia's lyrics, mm-hmm. but I think that, um, I like that one. It sort of reminds me of Girl Almighty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say those two. Yeah, and I think also with Olivia, because, and you hear Harry talk about that song in particular, he doesn't mean Olivia, like a girl Olivia. Yeah. It just is like, I An love idea. ya. Yeah. And, like, it's a love ya, love ya, Olivia, like, it turns yeah. into Olivia, but it's I love you. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. So, yeah, I thought Olivia... Now that you say it, history, because I feel like that's just sort of, like, the fan song already. And then Temporary Fix, I think, has that no-control sort of, like, cheekiness. (laughs) Yeah. Cheekiness. (laughs) That was my dog sneeze. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I think those could potentially uh, become sort of, like, fan-favorite songs. But it'll be interesting to see the – and we're definitely going to talk about it on on the show – see the um, Made in the A.M., the the person on Tumblr who did the survey about oh, everyone's yeah. favorite songs. I'm super excited and follow them on Twitter. <laughs> um, oh my god, dog. Um, follow them on Twitter because they've been like posting people's like little like 400 or 140 character like <gasps> reviews. I put one in. You did. Oh my god, mine was just the qu- open at the close. If you see the open at the close, wait, I saw that. I was like, oh my god, someone thought that like um the oh same my god, thing. They posted mine. Yeah, I'll just go see it and like we'll have to retweet it. Well, there it. we go. I thought it was like I honestly thought that like someone had stole your idea or no. just like thought the same thing. I was that like, was oh me. wow, what a crazy coincidence! But it was just you. So yeah, still cool though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're going to talk about that for sure when everything comes out. It might already be out. I don't know. Love a good statistic. Yeah. Um, and my other question is, was there a song that really hit you when you listened and why? Like, was there just one that you like really remember it like hitting you? Um, definitely. Um, if I could fly made me cry. Um, I feel like we talked about this. Okay, Chris, my brother just looked at me. Um, I think that was that was the first song that made me cry. I think I talked about it in the last album or last podcast. Um, but then the one that like really just, you know, took a toll on me was um I Wanna Write You a Song 
um, I just, I talked about it last episode too, how I just thought about like them singing to their families or like their future children. And I just like could not stop crying. So like it really just like the emotion in that song just like is so amazing. And just like their raspy voices, especially Louise on the chorus. Mm-hmm. Wow. It just like definitely those two songs like really, really hit me. Yeah, I definitely, I feel the same. If I could fly was when I heard it, um, and Harry starts that song. Mm-hmm. And I think, is it Liam that comes in second? I think it is. And I just sort of, when I heard it, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of want to hear Harry just do the whole thing. Mm, I can see that, yeah. Um, just because his voice, I think, goes really well for the sort of it was slow, so beautiful. like, beautiful, deep. Like, it's just, he got a really full, like, rich voice. Mm. And I kind of wanted to just hear him do the whole thing. I think I Louis sounded really good. But just Liam, I don't think his voice necessarily suits the slow sort of sentimental songs as much as more of the up-tempo ones. Yeah, he like really suits, especially history. I think he like really suits like, oh, we're gonna get into that, aren't we? Like the standout. But yeah, yeah. um, I think that, yeah, Harry definitely like blew me away in that song. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Olivia, like I said, earlier that one there was just like a special moment with my sister in the museum uh and then i want to write you a song as well i think that one was just so beautiful and so touching um and it's interesting because i feel like that one people either really really love it or like don't like it really yeah like some people are like oh i don't like slow like whatever it's kind of like baby lullaby and i'm like baby lullaby like i know yes Oh my god, two of our listeners who are also moms, they said that they've sung their babies that song, and I almost, like, started crying, like, I don't even know where I was, but it was probably public, and <laughs> oh my god, like, that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my entire I life. I, like, sh- like showed all my friends that, like, and... that is parenting done right. I know. You introduce your children to One Direction early, get them on that track. Yeah, when they're in the womb, like, play it through oh the, my god. like, headphones when, you know, you're supposed to be playing Mozart, like, just... Play 1D, you know? I'm sure One Direction, scientifically, would help your baby's brain, you know, make those connections just as well as Mozart. I'm sure. Um, let's just go into some of some song stuff. Which songs do you think each of the boys stand out on? I'll start. Okay. Um, so- <laughs> Good, because I'm not prepared. That's why. Yeah, well, I <laughs> know, oh, I'm kidding. Um, it's Kara's birthday. She gets to do whatever she wants. Thanks. Wish her a happy birthday on Twitter. <laughs> also, I'm just never prepared. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I plan the episodes. Kara does all the, what is it? Editing. <laughs> okay. I just do something. Yeah. Um, so Harry, for me, stood out on Olivia. I think, well, I have Olivia a long way down in Walking in the Wind, which he wrote all of those ones, along with some other people. Mm-hmm. But none of the other boys wrote on them. And I think lyrically, those songs... Like, in general, lyrically, those are in my top five um, favorite songs. And I think just his songwriting stands out, like, a lot. And obviously, his voice sounds really good on, like, the slower type song, Long Way Down, we said. Um, and then Drag Me Down, I think he stands out for oh, his true. voice. I always forget about that song. What the heck? I know. It's because it's, like, been with us for so long. It doesn't seem like it's a part of this. It's like our arm. <laughs> yes. I don't know why. Yes. It's, it's comparable <laughs> to our arm, Kara. <laughs> Um, but I think Harry sounds really good on Drag Me Down, especially live. You just, he blows me away when he does it live. Um, and then Louie for me, um, stands out for the high notes on Love You Goodbye. Um, I think his lyrics on Love You Goodbye are really awesome too. The raspiness on some of the slower songs, like Long Way Down, 
Um, and uh, I want to write you a song. I think the raspiness of his voice sounds so good. And we've heard that on No Control. And obviously mm. we loved it on No Control. But to hear it on a slow song, yeah. just like it does something else. And which is just really cool. I heard, I saw on Twitter, I don't know if this is true, take it with a grain of salt. But I heard that um, Louis, or they recorded I Want to Write You a Song like in the morning. So that's why his like voice was like raspy. Oh my God. So like, don't even. That yeah. Beautiful. So like imagine that's like, that's his morning voice and that. Wow. Well, it was great. Yeah. Um, And then, I don't know. I don't really have like majorly standouts for the other two that I just noticed right off the bat. I think I think of Niall when I think of like Never Enough. But I think just because he helped write that one. Mm. Um, do you have anything lyrically for Niall or Liam? I, Liam, definitely history. I just feel like that really, like, really suits his personality. Um, and it, he just, like, really sounds so well. I mean, so good on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Niall, I feel like temporary fix, but I, I don't know if it's just because I associate him with that song or if it's, like, he really does. I want to, like, I know there's a song that, like, really stands out to me on in Nile, but like I can't remember what it is, so I'll have to like think about it. Um, also, the come ons in is it uh, what? Never enough. Never enough. Liam. That's does Liam. Those. Oh yeah, and his weird like. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Um, so Liam stands out with those. <laughs> that's very true. Um, and then Louis, I think we talked about yeah. So I want to write you a song, definitely. Um, for Harry, I think Hey Angel. I think Harry sounds like really good on it. I mean. I can say that without liking the song that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish his voice was more. I feel like it's a little bit techno-y, though. Really? Or, like, the whole thing has a bit of, like, that mm. too much, what's it called? Synth. Uh, yeah, maybe. That's not what we I was don't, thinking We of, don't know. But, you know, a Auto-tune? little bit too. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we just, like, throw out words. Like, hope <laughs> one sticks. We really do. <laughs> and then, like, Tune Muses, I was listening to their podcast, and they have all, like, these names for, like, the specific genres, and, like, they know, like, so many different genres, and we're just, like, like, rock, indie, <laughs> pop, um, Sort classical. of a jumpy kind of yeah. vibe. <laughs> just, like, a purple genre, you know what I mean? I like, think of the color orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way yeah. we describe. Yeah. No? I hope you guys get us. Yeah. Um, did you have any others for that? Um, also definitely if I could fly for Harry, it's just incredible. I do agree. I wish he would, um, release a whole song or like mm-hmm. release a whole thing of him singing that. Yeah. Um, and do you think the songs fit their titles overall or did you like how they titled their songs? That's a really interesting question. Do you think about Thanks. yourself? Did I think of it? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, did. that's so great. What's all heck? me? It's all my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Caitlin's brain 2015. Yep. Um, I think Hey Angel, like, really stuck out for me that didn't fit the title, just because, like, as we were saying, um, just because I feel like that really should be, like, a slow song, if you think about it. Um, let me think. Um, I think everything else really fit the title really well, especially, like, Love You Goodbye, I Want to Write You a Song, What a Feeling. Those just, like, are kind of, like, intrinsically connected to the song at this point, but I think, like, um, Hey Angel kind of sticks out for me for being, like, kind of it doesn't really fit but Mm -hmm. i like it though it's i think it's interesting that they like have a little contrast yeah i think the titles really do fit i like the title temporary fix i think it's Mm -hmm. awesome i just like the lyrics in that song in general so the title really works well Mm -hmm. um love you goodbye for me is so interesting as a title because like we saw it before we heard it and like love you goodbye isn't a regular like i want to write you a song is like an english sentence it makes sense 
but I love, love you goodbye doesn't quite make sense. And it's kind of like, where's the comma? Where's the pause? <laughs> is it like, love you goodbye? <laughs> yep, that's what it is. Oh, like, love, oh, wait, no, that would not like, make sense. Or like, love you goodbye. Yeah. Or like, to love someone goodbye. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. It can be taken in many ways. And I think just looking at the title, it makes you think about the song. Whereas something like AM or Infinity doesn't necessarily make you think in that yeah. same way. And also, if you could fly, I think is interesting because like your eyes only is way, it's repeated way more times than if I could fly. I think if I could fly is only repeated like a couple of times. So mm-hmm. I think it's like very interesting that they chose to uh, make that the title instead of for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's interesting. I want to know how they choose the titles. Like yeah. obviously things like infinity, it's kind of clear. Yeah. But like for other ones, it might not be as clear. I want to know how they like come to it. I know. Because I know with, like, my own poetry, sometimes it'll be something that stands out for me, like, from the poem mm-hmm. or something that sort of sums it up. Half the time I'm, like, untitled, untitled, untitled. Like, I don't know what to call this. <clears throat> um, all right. Which songs do you want to lyrically dissect, like, Ooh. really badly? Okay. I think Wolves, just for the fact that I just have to get all my feelings out there and, like, really, you know, just, like, grapple with my feelings um, you know, very confused. Um, I think, um, history just cause like we were going to do it like a long time ago, but then like crazy things happened. So history just cause it means so much to the fans. Um, long way down, I think it has like beautifully lyrically, mm-hmm. beautiful lyrically. Um, and I think also walking in the wind because there's like a bunch of like specific lyrics and i think it's like yeah. very beautiful and i like when the first time i listened to it um didn't recognize like how like beautiful like all the little stories and like snippets are but i think it's become one of my favorite songs and it definitely was not like the first time i listened to it so i definitely want to yeah i think it's one it. of my favorites as well yeah it's so good and i think like again harry wrote on that one in in some songs you can just tell they're they come more from personal experience mm-hmm than something like if you compare walking in the wind to infinity yeah. we know the boys never wrote on infinity but i think you'd even be able to tell that from just looking at the lyrics because it doesn't have anything that's super personal mm-hmm. but walking in the wind does have a lot more personal stuff so it would be interesting to to dissect that yeah and it's like what we've been talking about how like we want specific like snippets and like stories from their lives and their songs because it makes them more personal mm-hmm. and i think like walking the wind definitely like does that and yeah it's very interesting yeah i think like you said wolves um long way down just because the imagery is so beautiful so in beautiful. that song um i also want to do end of the day because musically it's sort of the weirdest for me mm. like not lyrically necessarily but musically it's strange and i like that uh, and then Olivia, just because that's my favorite song. Yeah. The chorus is so cute on Olivia. I, I love it so it's much. It's just such, like, a ha- like, it makes me, it like, the emoji that is super smiley with, like, the big puffed up cheeks. Yeah. That's the emoji that Olivia is. Yes. We should, like, um do a segment where we, like, do which emoji is oh each song. Oh, my God. That'd be so much fun. All right. Write us in, guys. <laughs> um, so, what else? Which song do you want to share with your family and friends? Now, we're at Thanksgiving. This is pretty much the time where you force your family to listen to the latest One Direction album. Yeah. Um. So what is the first one you want them to hear? Oh, man, it's hard. Um. Because I don't know if they'll, like, sit still enough for me to, like, force the, like, slow songs on them. Right. I think I definitely want to show them Olivia because... It's very Beatles reminiscent and like I grew up on the Beatles and I feel like my dad and my brother and 
my mom. So all my family <laughs> can like really appreciate that. Um, and it'd be like a fun song to like, um, show them. Um, maybe wolves just cause it's also fun. Um, also I think I want to write you a song is like so beautiful that like, I just want to show them that. So if I had a top three, those would be my three that I would force upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would go, what a feeling first. Oh, okay. I yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. You missed that one, didn't you? Yeah. I don't, I just like, don't know. I'm trying to think strategically on my family. So, yep. um, I think that one, because also that one I listened to with my sister, Rebecca, well, we listened separately and then called each other and mm-hmm. she was blown away by it. And yes. she's not a 1D fan and she really likes older music a lot more. So like, I'm always nervous, you know, yeah. getting her to listen to like regular pop and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's like, she'll be like, no, this is horrible. <laughs> um, but she actually was like, oh my God, that was so good. So like, I feel like then my parents would like it more and it's just more of like a vibe. I know also my brother was saying that he had heard Drag Me Down on the radio. Mm-hmm. And he he was like, yeah, yeah, it's good. And then he was like, well, I can't say too, like, I can't be too positive about it because I know you'll just jump on it and be like, oh, my God, listen to everything One Direction. And I was like, oh, my God, stop it. Um, but then also listen to everything like, One Direction. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, you totally, like, drag me down. I know it. Yeah, I want to hear Rebecca's, all her thoughts on every song. We, we really need to have her on. Yeah. Like, she's, because she's more musically oriented than either of us. Yeah, uh, she would know sure. it's Yeah. So we should definitely have her on. Um, but yeah, I would do What a Feeling if I was going to go show my family. And then all the other ones, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like, um, um, what else? Which song do you connect with on a personal level? Did you like hear a song and be like, that is my life? Like, that's happened mm-hmm. to me? Or I can talk. I okay, think yeah, go ahead. AM for me, I heard oh, that song. Yeah. And I immediately thought like, of our times at, yeah. in the morning talking because like Karen and I have been best friends since seventh grade which is crazy yeah um and like just all the times with our other friends that we have like staying up late and talking and sort of like waiting for them to pitter asleep and usually ended up being Karen and I awake like at the end of the night like, when we had group sleepovers yeah and like a solid like seven hours like we stayed up like a solid like six or seven hours of, like after everyone else had fallen asleep yeah <laughs> and like we just you have crazy talks like I don't know. We like got into really deep talks and it's just, it's so cool to think back over all the years that that has happened. I know. I wish we could like go back and like see all our talks. Oh my God. They were weird. They were really weird. (laughs) We got like really philosophical. Oh my God. I remember like That was like 10th grade. I remember like, yeah, we both had English teachers that were like crazy good. Yeah. And it just made us think like about the world in such different ways. Yeah. And it bred so many weird conversations. Yeah. I think we were like, what if elves controlled our minds like, oh with yeah video games and, classic like, we're like weirdo we stuff. had the classic like what if the colors i see aren't the colors you see oh my god so like you know Such everyone who's times. like getting into philosophy is yeah. like that's like their one question also i didn't like when i took philosophy class i didn't like it but i like having like late night chats mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah do you have any other ones or just pretty much that um am and i think i want to write you a song just because i can like i feel like that relates to anyone that you love yeah um, i picture my sister so much for yeah that. and my family and like my grandma um and my friends honestly just anyone mm-hmm. um i just think because it is so like like it can go to anyone yeah i love that they don't say like baby or girl or whatever it's just like for anyone and i just love that and i th- find it kind of weird because liam when he talked about it in interviews he talked about it like wanting to sing it to like a romantic person mm-hmm. but when i heard it first that's not how i even me neither took it. me neither it doesn't sound super romantic it sounds like much more 
like caring and strong and supportive to me. Yeah, which I guess like is, is what you want, like in a romantic <laughs> yeah. setting. But, but like that's not my go-to. Yeah, what I thought it was. Um, and then which we have Rachel who wrote in. She's at I Rachel four, who said, um, which songs did you cry for? I know you said one of them. What was the one you said? Um, I first cried to. <laughs> If um, I could fly. Yeah, if I could fly. And then I want to write you a song, definitely hit me. Mm-hmm. Um I think AM also because it like I don't think I cried, but I kind of was like I felt like a little heaviness in my chest just because like one, I connected to it, two, it was like the last song that I listened to. Um so yeah. Yeah, I said I didn't cry for any of them. What the heck, Caitlin? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not not emotional. Like Sometimes, like, I'm reading things and there's just tears going down my face. <laughs> but, like, um, I guess, the, I think maybe, I don't know what songs have made me cry. Maybe the only one, and I don't even remember if I did cry, was Ronin by Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. I still haven't listened to that. It's, it, guys, go listen. It's an incredible song, but it's really, really sad. Mm. Um, But that may be the only one. But I said, like, the one that made me most emotional was I Want to Write You a Song. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious why. Yeah. Um, which song, this is also from Rachel, which song shouldn't be sung live? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I guess, I guess I'm gonna have to go with Perfect, just because, like, that's, I don't know. I just don't think it's good, good, good. <laughs> Not good live, cool. guys. Um, yeah. I just feel like there's so many other, like, great songs that it, like, they could- Like, show off their voices. Like, Literally any other song. I have no idea what beat you're trying to do, but I like it. Thanks. That's going to be our new opening music. Oh my god. No. We have to do like a compilation of all of our goodbyes at the end and put that as the opening music. Oh my god. Did you guys notice I switched up the the tone of my goodbye last time? Really? Usually I'm like, bye! Or something. And I was like, bye! I don't know what it just was. Just really living on the edge. It was slightly different. New year, new you. Tweet me if you caught that. Oh my god. You're a real <laughs> listener. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then this is also from Rachel. Which do you hope Niall listens to on repeat? Oh, that's so cute. I love these specific <laughs> questions. I know. Wow. What a great question. Yeah. Um, I hope he just, like, jams out to Never Enough. I just mm. could see him just, like, yeah. dancing around, except not too hard because of his knee. <laughs> um, I could just, like, see him, like, listening to the upbeat songs mm. and um, Temporary Fix, because, I mean, he wrote that. I'm sure he's, like, really proud of it. Mm-hmm. It's really great. It's a great song, so he should be proud of it. Um, I'm kind of just, like, saying, like, the ones that he wrote. Um, <laughs> but I kind of hope he does listen to it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine, like, listening to your own voice. It'd be so weird. It would be weird, because I can barely, like, I guess I'm, like, sort of used to it now that I, like, edit the podcast, but it's still, like, yeah. it's would be weird to, like, hear yourself singing. Yeah. Um, It'd be very strange. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think just history in general. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, I have end of the day here. I don't remember what my thinking was <laughs> for that, but, you I'm know. I'm sure you had some. I had some good thoughts. But history, I think, for any of the boys, I like to yeah. think that they jam out to that one. Um, and then let's just go back and forth with this one. Okay. I'll say something, and then you have to give me the song if, that you think of it. Like okay. a category. Okay. okay. Best dance song. Um, okay. Um, 
Olivia. Or wait, never enough. Oh, God. It's okay. You can have two. Okay, can I have three? Yes. <laughs> never enough, Olivia, and what a feeling is like the trifecta of dancing. Um, I just feel like you start out strong, you get stronger, and then you just like end like very like just like wait, what floaty. was the third one? Um, never enough, Olivia, and what a feeling. Oh. So I just feel like you can just have like a whole roller coaster of dance. Um, and nice. I feel like especially never enough, you can just really have a great interpretive dance. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. All I right. love a good interpretive dance. Now you ask me the next one. Um, oh, you don't want to do a dance song? Let me go back on time. Okay. <laughs> I can do it. Um, car song, question mark. <laughs> okay. I think the best car song is What a Feeling. I mm. think it's just like such like like vibes you know yeah Caitlin was like kind of like nodding her head and yeah. like but then she realized that she couldn't do that because we're not <laughs> and I did some filmed. hand motions yeah <laughs> but like it just like like groovy you know? it really is just groovy it's a groovy song yeah I was listening to it on the bus when I was coming home and like the moon was like big in the sky and I was just like watching it like while I was listening to that song and it was like a beautiful moment I was just like this is exactly what I needed in my life we should listen to end of the day with the moon Yes. Since the beginning. Definitely, I agree. Oh my gosh. And the moon is a full moon, if I I think I've already said that, but like I'm definitely one of those people that's like, go look at the moon. Because Kara's a wolf. Yeah. Actually, no, I really love the moon. I love the sky too. If you're ever like walking with me, I'll like be pointing at the clouds. And oh yeah, me too. Definitely. Beautiful sky. My friend gets so annoyed because actually all my friends because I'm like, look at the moon. <laughs> like every single night, like it's not even there. And I'm just like, oh. yeah, the moon is there. You know it. Like you can just, sense it. Yeah. She's living her life. Yeah. Her best life. All right. Best morning song. Like getting ready. Ooh. Wake up. Try to get you up eat. Okay. I feel like I want to write you a song as like a morning song, but it just like embodies morning, but I don't think I could listen to it in the morning because I would probably fall cry. Asleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cry and then fall asleep. Cry myself yeah. to sleep. Um, I think like Never Enough would just be like a really, or Olivia. Those are, like, such great pump-up songs. I feel like, you know, like, really... Also, Wolves. I just... I think that I've been listening to, like, Wolves, like, every single day, like, going to class since that one's come out. Um, And it's really just gotten me in the mood to go to class and, like, not just stay in my bed. Okay, um, I'm going to break the rule where I don't get a talk. Okay, okay. go talk. Go <laughs> um, crazy. I think Temporary Fix and Olivia... I think just, like, those are the type of songs I like to get ready to. Yeah. Things that make me feel empowered. Things that make me feel strong and, yeah. like, excited to, like, get up and whatever. Yeah. Um, That's what I like. I agree. All right. Um, Skip song. Which um, songs have you been skipping? Uh, Do you listen in order now or are you shuffling your songs? So I listened to an... Actually, wait, I didn't listen to the entire thing in order yesterday when I was on the bus. I was like, I'm going to do it. But then I kind of got sidetracked. Um, But... I'm definitely been skipping Love You Goodbye. I've like I've said, I just like I don't know. And also I've been skipping Infinity. Infinity and Love You Goodbye are my two skip songs. I'm sorry, friends. I skip Infinity. I skip Perfect. Sometimes I just skip all the first ones and skip Hey Angel too. Mm. But then I'm like, I'll listen to Hey Angel and then skip skip and then end of the day. But sometimes it's easier if you don't like want to go back to your iPod and just start at the end of the day and listen through. Yeah, also because, like, drag me down, like, I'm just like, oh, I, like, already know it. I already love it. Like, I don't have to listen to it. So yeah. sometimes I just skip it, even though it's, like, so good. But I'm just like, mm-hmm. give me the new shiny And then there's toys. all that guilt. Like, I was talking to someone on Twitter mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, that. they know that Infinity's Harry's favorite song. <laughs> yes. It's like they feel guilty when they skip over it. I know. And, like, I totally get that. Because I'm like, oh, I should listen so that I try to like it. Yeah. <laughs> not that I don't like Infinity, but it's just not, like, it's not an Olivia. Oh, God. <laughs> 
okay. Sleepy song. Um, I feel like Long Way Down for me. It's just oh, like yeah. so like calming and nice. And it's just like, it's sad enough, but not too sad that you just like, wow, I never want to get out of my bed. Um, but it's like just like calming enough. And I just really love it. And it's definitely like a soothing song for me. Um, I think, um, I want to write you a song. Mm. I think that's just like, makes me feel like I'm just like a little baby. I want to sleep. Um, okay. And which song would you want to listen to on repeat? And could you just like keep listening to? Um, I think what a feeling for sure. And also Wolves, because it just, like, is always so fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. The music is just so good It really is. I just, like, want to, like, jam out and just, and I do. Yeah. Um, it's just so great. I love it so much. What about I you? I think Olivia. Yeah, okay, What true. a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Temporary Fix. Mm-hmm. There's, like, those ones. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's easier to like listen to the upbeat songs on repeat because mm-hmm. I'm just I don't know I do listen to a long way down on repeat sometimes but um the more upbeat ones are more fun yeah um and then let's talk about songwriting mm. what did you think of the songwriting on this album overall I think that was not me answering <laughs> <laughs> okay just question okay. mark you go okay <laughs> um I think it's like really great like looking at it and i i think that we were all kind of anticipating that they didn't write a lot on this album but they seem to have at least be in the writing credits a lot um so i don't know i think the writing is just really great and i think that like a lot of the songs are a lot more specific and like have like beautiful imagery and um are more like lyrically interesting than we've seen in the past even on four um so i think they've definitely grown so i think that's good yeah, I agree. I think they really brought it on this album. They really did. Brought their A game. They did. A plus game, if you A will. A plus. A star, if you're British. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cute. That's way cuter than our, like, weird plus. I know. What yeah. is a plus? Way to I mean? be, America. Way to be. Yeah. Um, we just had to have our religious freedom at Puritan. Dang it. Um. Oh, and it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's fight them. Nice. Just for that A star. Frippin' Thanksgiving. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think they just did a really good job writing on this album. I think it's a huge step up from last time. I think the imagery is beautiful. I think it's more personal. Some songs, not so much, but a lot of them are. Yeah. I also love how they've been talking about their songwriting more in interviews, Mm. because I think that's what I want to hear. I think a lot of fans want to hear that. Yeah. Um, and I think people especially for this album, because we like the writing so much, I think a lot of people have been talking about the writing on this album. Um, so we want to hear about it and I want to know who specifically wrote which part because, you know, the line in, um, is it, what's it called? Uh, walking in the wind that says like the summertime and butterflies all belong to your creation. Yeah. Um, Julian Bonetta said that that was a line from his grandmother's poem that. that she wrote like back whenever years ago i think yeah so just so interesting to have those little snippets because like i thought oh harry wrote that but it was actually someone's grandmother's poem you know that's so cool it's so cool and like you would never think it would end up in a one direction song yeah but, like stuff like that i want to know like which song did harry actually pen himself yeah like because you want to sort of gauge how good of a songwriter someone is mm. but when they're writing with so many people sometimes it's hard yeah or like you have a line that you love but then it like you just want to know, did they actually write it? I don't know. That's what I, I, 
I want to hear even more of that. But I think we're getting some of that in interviews. Yeah, and I think also Julian Bennett is a great person to follow on Twitter because he does give a lot of, like, snippets of, like, who wrote this and, like, who's the making the weird sound in the background of a song? Like, he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, like, he's so great with interacting with fans. Yeah, he, like, all, pretty much everything on his Twitter is, like, responding to people's questions, which is so good. Yeah, and, like, I feel like I don't see that in any other really like member of the team and mm-hmm. i'm not like bashing on anyone but i think he just like does a really awesome job and like ask like answering the questions the fans actually want to hear and it makes you realize how much he cares about their music and yeah. like interacting with the fans and like i don't know i just love that he's a great guy yeah um what are your favorite well-written songs um i think olivia is mm-hmm. one of my favorites um, because I do like the sort of quirkiness of the Alava Lava Lava. Yeah. I think it's just cool. Um, I want to write you a song because there's just some really beautiful metaphors and imagery. Long Way Down, again, the imagery mm-hmm. in that song. I mean, like, the ones with the spaceship. You have, you have, like, something talking about something so, like, spaceshipy and scientific-y. Yeah. But, like, the way that it's talked about is so beautiful. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't seem far-fetched with, like, when you're talking also sort of like next to like the image of a church. That's like, so funny because there's a Arctic Monkey song that's like, it's called um, I Want to Be Yours. And mm-hmm. actually, I don't think they wrote it, um, but it's like an old poem. And it's like talking about how um, they're saying like, I want to be your like, um, like space heater or like vacuum cleaner and like all these different things. And it's like things you like, you're just like, what is this metaphor? But then you're just like, it's so beautiful and just like, um, taking things that like, you wouldn't normally like have on like a love song, but then like transforming it into like this beautiful metaphor and just like sort of like everyday objects. It just like changes your thought like process on that. And just like, I think that's like a really cool comparison. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of times when I think of art and like making something beautiful, I always think of like nature and yeah. like natural stuff or like you think of old photography and you see people like, um, I don't know, just everything old seems more rustic and beautiful yeah. and if you're able to take something that's so modern and like electricity and like technology yeah and make that just as romantic as nature like it's just really cool to have yeah. those working together yeah um yeah so i like long way down walking in the wind never enough or I think, yeah, Never Enough, but Temporary Fix more for me than Never Enough. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what I meant. Um, I think Temporary Fix, although it's, like, fun, poppy, upbeat, I think some of the lyrics are really funny and cheeky. And, like, yeah. I love the line. Um, oh, we're going to get into favorite lyrics. Never mind. Okay. But, like, I just like it. And then Love You Goodbye, I also really like those lyrics. Mm. Did I pretty much name? What, do you have any others? Yeah, except Love You Actually, no, I do like I Love You Goodbye or Love You Goodbye's lyrics. But, yeah, all those are definitely my faves. Yeah. And then did you see any lyrical themes um, in general? Yeah, I was actually going to tweet this. Um, I feel like overall, like, 1D's, like, collective um, kink is having light in someone's eye because they literally talk about that all the time. Like, that's, like, their one thing. Um, And also, like, fire, water. Boats. Stars. One night stands. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I think, yeah, definitely stars they talk about a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other space imagery, but I think it's just mostly stars and, like, one mention of the moon. Yeah. I think there was some line that I'm forgetting, but that it was in multiple songs in this album that, like, had the same exact imagery. 
like forget which one it was. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to the songs again and I'm gonna write it down. I know. I, I want to like it. track some of the in- images, especially the fire, the water, the yeah. stars, and like their eyes, because th- I think yeah. that's like repeated a lot. And I think yeah. it's like so interesting to see like how it's used in each song. We should definitely do that. Oh, that would be such a cool episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Or like tracking it from one. each album. <gasps> that's gonna be a lot of work. Yeah, but it's gonna be fun. But that would be good. Yeah, that'd be a great episode. We need to write these down. The break like, is gonna be good, guys. Don't yeah. you worry about not having any new one D stuff. We're gonna put provide you with the new 1d stuff um all right favorite lyrics okay um i again didn't <laughs> prepare That's but okay. i still do just have go. some that just like kind of just come to me um me her in the moon is always gonna be my favorite like the first time like i heard that i was like that's so cute like it's mm-hmm. just i love it um also or that's from end of the day and then from long way down i really love um we built a cathedral but we never prayed um i just think that's like so beautiful um and then kind of literally the entire song of i want to write you a song because like everything is so good in that song i can't choose one Mm -hmm. um so i think those are like the kind of the standout ones maybe like once i like go back and like actually like you know put like do your homework yeah do my like one thing that i have to do um (laughs) reloader i know i literally am um yeah what's yours um, I love Just Be Her in the Moon, Built a Cathedral, But We Never Prayed. Wow, can you have some? Um, I actually wrote them integrity. down, so you're stealing mine. Don't think I don't see you looking over at my paper. I didn't. <laughs> you cheater. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I have more integrity. <laughs> um, we had a spaceship, but we couldn't land it. Um, from I Want to Write You a Song, I think my favorite of that is I Want to Build You a Boat. One as strong as you are free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. That one is just so beautiful. It really is. Oh my God. How is that real? Because like that is giving someone, that is like giving someone the freedom and telling them they're strong and like, I don't know, telling them they're free. (laughs) I know. It's it's not, it's not like steal my girl. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Um, and also like how boats also, did we talk about boats being? Yeah, I said it. Okay. Yeah. Like, because I'm thinking, like, the baby or a boat. Like, boats. Yeah. Oh, like, I can't wait to, like, track all these images. I know. And it would be interesting in love songs in general to see, I'm sure, fire, water, boats. Like, things like this yes. do come up in love songs in general. I mean, specifically in 1D. But, like, I think they're similar themes. Wow. We're um, seeing so many ideas. Gosh. Um, And then, from Olivia. Um, you live in my imagination. Summertime and butterflies all belong to your creation so the like willy wonka yeah sample (laughs) yeah and it was weird because this one harry tweeted before um we knew what it came from and i just assumed it went with hey angel because me too yeah you've been tweeting lyrics about hey angel and this one sort of fits because you'd think oh the summertime and butterflies belong to your creation as in like an angel yeah like if you think like angels i don't know yeah i don't really know religion um (laughs) but yeah i think that one's just really beautiful and again this is one where i'm like did harry write that yeah or was this from julian bonetta's grandma's notebook because it could also fit very well Mm. with that other line very true so it could be from the same poem who knows and also i love this oh my god i don't know what the exact line is but it's like um i idolize the light in your eyes olivia Oh, I think yeah, that's like yeah. such a I cute line. Yeah, and I just like the wordplay and like how it's like a tongue twister. It's just mm-hmm. oh, so cute. Yeah. That one took me a while to sing correctly. Mm. Cuz like I didn't like if you don't expect the word idolize. Yeah, and I think like the entire song is kind of a tongue twister and I love yeah. it. Yeah. Very cool. I can't wait to dissect that one. Yeah. 
Um, and then from Walking in the Wind, I had, if you're lost, just look for me. You'll find me in the region of the summer stars. Actually, I think this is the line that was from Julie. Yeah, Manetta. wait, which one did you say? I, I think I thought you said that one. Did I? Well, no, that's I what think you I meant. said summertime and butterflies. Oh, well, I meant this one. Yeah. You'll find me in the region of the summer stars. Yeah. I think that's just so beautiful. So really thank you, is. Julian Bonetta's grandma, for that beautiful line. I know. Wow. I want to know, like, what else she wrote, because, like, that's I beautiful. Know. God. I mean, then you see how songwriting, like, he's a songwriter. She was a beautiful poet. Like, yeah. you see how that's, like, passed down. Yeah. Leak Julian Bonetta's grandma's <laughs> poet notebook or poetry notebook. Yes. Um, okay, so we had some fan reactions. Um, do you want to read the first one? Yeah, so this one's from I Bet My Life, and she says, My favorite lyric is just me, her, and the moon. It's just so cute, IDK. And then Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67 said, I love the beautiful noise lyric in Hey Angel and the just me, her, and the moon in End of the Day. And I think just me and her moon... In- just, just me, her, and the moon is, like, a fan favorite already. Yeah. It's just... And you see, like, Tumblr gifts and, like, um, pictures of, like, the moon and those lyrics. And I love when, like, 1D lyrics get on to, like, Tumblr pictures and then <laughs> everyone reblogs not knowing that yes. they're, they're One Direction Literally lyrics. the best thing of life. Oh, and also, so I love when, um, when they people do edits of like the boys and like put quotes that aren't actually from the boys <laughs> like especially when people do parks and rec quotes on like the boys photos and like people think they actually said this oh my and god and it just like it circulates and gets like to like weird places on instagram and people are like he they actually said this but like it was actually just like a parks and rec quote that's like my favorite thing ever so good um all right and how do you think this album lyrically compares to the other ones um so i think we talked about this a bit i think it's definitely um definitely a growth yeah it sound like creepy i think it's more specific better imagery and i think they just get better and better as they go yeah we're only going up guys oh yeah all right let's talk about this musically how was this album different from past albums musically um i think that the first thing that comes to mind is that they definitely use like more strings and oh my god i don't know brass is that like trumpets and stuff? I think so. Okay. We need our trumpeter friend. Trumpeteer. Oh yeah, <laughs> trumpeteer. Um I love that they use that. I think it's so beautiful. Um and I think it like really enhances a lot of the songs. And I think um again it, it is quite eclectic. Um like their other albums, especially like Midnight Memories and Four have been quite eclectic, but I think that this one's sort of more cohesive in that that it's like pretty nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I agree that Midnight Memories and Four were eclectic, but I feel like every song for me can sort of be put into two categories. Like you have, and I I know I've said these in the past, you sort of have the category that's like strong, story of my life, um, I don't know, that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And then you have the more poppy ones. Mm-hmm. So like there's like two categories, but then on this album, I feel like there's three categories you mm. still have that poppy one that has like perfect infinity drag me down mm-hmm. then you have like long way down in the sort of strong story of my life vibe and then you have songs like olivia and wolves and um i don't know some of the ones that have strings and trumpets in like a third column where it's like you have pop and you have this sort of like folky whatever and then you have like strings and trumpets and i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but that's how i sort of see it and obviously nothing fits perfectly into all those categories yeah 
But um, yeah, I think musically, that's how I see it. That's interesting. Thanks. Um, I think we can assume that we think this is better than the other ones musically. Would you say, do you think this album's better musically than the other ones? I think so. I'm not sure if I like feel comfortable saying it's like my favorite album yet, just because um, I feel like when you get something new, you're kind of like, oh, this is the best thing ever. But like, I have to like, maybe in a couple months, maybe I'll like really mm-hmm. dissect it and like really figure out like what my favorite is because I'm not sure yet. And I think that definitely like musically and lyrically it's better, but I'm not sure like I like it overall better. And do you think musically there were ways to make it better? Just talking about like the actual just music of it. Um, I'm thinking about love you goodbye right now but um <laughs> and perfect i think there's like some things they could have done that it just like would have made it like really great because they like just like maybe a few little tweaks um, i think if perfect was more like the sound of midnight memories like it had more of like a like rocky intense vibe i would like it more i don't know I which th- is kind of how i see the the chorus of yeah. perfect anyway hmm. what do you think <laughs> I think that they should just keep going with adding more strings, adding trumpets. Yeah. If they'd done all that stuff to all the songs rather than like a mm. couple of them, I think it could have made the album even stronger. Mm. Um, but I think hopefully they don't ever remove them in their next album. Like they keep adding more elements like that. Yeah. And I, I know that Harry especially was like really excited about the trumpets. So mm-hmm. I think that like they would want to explore that more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just kind of a random question. Did you like the inclusion of all the talking bits in the album? Like on I Want to Write You a Song at the beginning, uh, there's like this static sort of sound. Uh, Olivia has talking from, I think it's the people conducting the strings. That's mm. what it sounds like. They're talking about measures or something. Oh. Um, History has the boys talking, it sounds like, in the beginning. Um, so that happens a couple times at the beginning and at the end of some songs. Did you like the inclusion of that? Because I know, like, it can be iffy. I think that, like, um, it's not, like, as awkward and, like, um, like, forced as some other, like, songs I'm thinking of. Like, some songs from Taylor Swift and, like, one of the ones, I think, like, the ending of Hair. Like, I love that song of Little Mixes, but I think the ending is sort of uncomfortable for me. It's just sort of, like, forced. It's, like, mm-hmm. ah, like, forced... I don't know. It just seems like really scripted. I'm sure it's not, but it just seems kind of, I don't know. But like the inclusion of the talking bits, especially in like Olivia and AM, I think like, I think I like it. I mm-hmm. think that it's like, I guess because you can't really, it's not discernible, like what they're kind of saying. It just kind of sounds like chatter. I think I kind of like that because it makes, makes it sound like they're just like hanging out and just like recording a song. Yeah. And I think it's also interesting. I feel the same way about certain songs because also when you hear them, it's not like you're hearing it once. You're hearing the song when you play it. You hear the talking every yeah. single time. Yeah. So it's not like a special performance of it where you hear talking. Mm. So I think that can sometimes get annoying. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't bug me that much. Yeah. In this one, in One Direction, it doesn't really bug me that much. Yeah. Um, I think in sometimes, like, it adds to it and that it just makes you think of what they're saying. Like, hearing the people who do the orchestra. Like, you know that that's a recorded bit from when they were doing the strings for the album and they've taken that snippet and said, you know what? I want to put it at the beginning of this. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Um, and then what do you think your favorite song is musically or your top favorite songs are just think, just thinking of the music? Um, I think what a feeling Olivia would be my top two. 
Yeah, I would add wolves to that. And oh yeah, would okay, be my yeah. Top three. Yeah, I think this those are the most interesting. And well, wolves and Olivia have those extra instruments, and then what a feeling! I don't know if it does. I have but it's no just idea what instruments they use in that. Really one. good vibes. <laughs> That's what instruments they use. Just vibes. Yeah. All right, let's talk about feminism in this album. Um, we've talked about feminism in the past mm-hmm. for a lot of songs. We've done comparisons of Girl Almighty and what was the other one? Steal My Girl yeah. and stuff like that. How do you think that this album stands out from a feminist perspective compared to past One Direction albums? Um, I'm not sure. I feel like there hasn't been as much like, mm, what's the word? Like objectification or just like. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just, like, the male gaze, I guess, is mm-hmm. sort of what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not really just, like, a woman is, like, the prize to be won. Um, I feel like it's more of, like, a steady relationship type deal. It's a team. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, like, I think it's more of an adult relationship. Um, even in, like, one, the one-night stand thing, it seems like it's, like, a mutual thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And Compared to something like... Come um, on, come on. Yeah, or I was thinking... Like, what is the one where it's like, uh, like, I know you want this, like, don't lie to me. A little white lies. A little white lies. Compared yeah. to something mm-hmm. like that, where it's still that one night stand situation. If you take that and then temporary fix, it's sort of like they're equals in temporary fix. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're equals in like never enough. Yeah. Where, whereas in like little white lies seems kind of a little bit shady to me. Yeah, definitely. I think it'd be interesting to compare them. Oh, yeah, it would. We could we could also compare all the songs that talk about one night stands. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh my god, we need to write these down. Yeah, what the heck? I feel like we always like think of ideas like while we're doing well, We have this recorded. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I agree with you. Generally, it stands up better than the other albums. It does seem more mature like relationship-wise, more equal. Yeah. Um and I think the only song that I had problems with was Wolves. Yeah. There's nothing else that I really had problems with. Yeah. And like we've said, it kind of reminds us of Steal My Girl. But I think it's like a more mature Steal My Girl. But also just also what it mm-hmm. um just kind of pits the like the um person as like like prey and to be like, you know, pr- like needs to be protected and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it talks about women, like you said earlier, sort of I cut you off a bit, as meat, which I don't like. Um, she's the prey. Everyone's going after her. Like, everyone And, like, attacking. It's her. vicious. At- attacking, yeah. And, like, this guy or whatever who's singing has to protect the girl from all these guys. And, like, he has to get to her first before these other wolves. It's just very not giving the woman, like, her... What is the word I always Agency. forget? Agency. Like, it's not giving her that. She's, like, just sort of, like, meat, and the wolves are chasing her and playing with her or whatever. I don't know. That's going to be a really interesting one to talk about. Yeah, I'm going to definitely be picketing and wearing my wolf shirt and having a sign that just says justice for the wolves. Mm-hmm. Ah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's no standout for me feminist song. Yeah. Like, Girl Almighty, it wasn't a feminist song, but it kind of became that sort yeah. of, like, girl power song. I yeah. don't think there's one on this one that's, like, a girl power song. Yeah. But, I mean, that's doesn't mean the album's not, like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about singles. Mm-hmm. Um, 
why do you think this is from Sarah Marie? She asked, why do you think they chose the singles that they did? Um, so far we have perfect and drag me down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's mostly because they're definitely the more pop sounding songs off the album slash it's more like, um, in keeping with what they've shown to the public in like single wise, like from the past. Um, I don't know. I think that's like why they chose it. Yeah. They always talk about, um, how on each of their albums, they sort of have transition songs yeah. to bring them from one album to the next. I think last album, um, steal my girl was one of those transition songs and they made that one of the singles and they seem to have sort of done similar things with perfect and, um, drag me down yeah and like made those into like transition songs but i don't think i think drag me down was a really good choice it's so good because i think it's really like other people like it too not just 1d fans yeah i don't think perfect was a great no, single choice i don't I, I mean i agree i would have loved to see them do something like put olivia as a single oh my God. i don't know how it would have done but like it would have been more interesting than perfect as a single you know yeah and i saw like somewhere that um we don't even talk about home in this, and I feel like I know. we should. We should just keep including it. Yeah, and like I always forget that it's there because it's not in the same section on my like iPod or my iTunes. Um, but I think that someone said like, um, perfect is like something. It just like you, I don't know. You don't really like want to show it to other people and be like, oh, like listen, this is like One Direction's new song. Like I wasn't as excited about like showing it to other people. I actually wanted to hide it from people. Oh god, no, just kidding. But like someone's like, um. <laughs> Someone would like listen to Perfect and be like, "Oh yeah, it's, that's obviously One Direction." But like listening to something like Home, people were like, "Oh wow, that that's One Direction." Like, mm -hmm. and not saying that like One Direction sound is like bad, but like I think if they're like wanting to transition, like Perfect was not really the song to Wasn't choose. Perfect. Nope, definitely not. Yeah, I'm so sad that Home's not on the album. I don't know why it didn't make it. it I think it's one so well. of the best songs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It just is like, and. I think I've put it in my playlist. I think I put it after history because those vibes mm. feel similar to me and I've just put it there and it's in every time I play the album, I play it. Yeah, um, I definitely need to do that. Because I like it a lot. I think the only thing that I can think of why they did that is um, for charting purposes. Like, so they put like a really good song with the EP. So like you would have to buy, buy the EP to like get that. I don't know. I don't know. It still confuses me. Yeah. Cause like, why would you think that's not a good song to put on the album? It just, yeah. maybe they mind. had too many that sounded like that or it sounded too similar to history or something. I don't know. I, I don't know, but it still is different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? Um, what do you think they should choose as the next sing single? And this is from P house 1964. <laughs> okay. Um, I just thinking like logistically, like what I like, what could do well in the radio. I'm just like praying to God <laughs> that they don't choose love you goodbye. And I'm really sensing that they might. Um, and I'm kind of hesitant about it. And if they do that, um, won't be my, won't be my like favorite moment of life. Um, I think that like end of the day could do, I think, cause it fits with the whole, um, perfect drag me down vibes. Mm -hmm. And I think that could, do i'm not sure if it would do well but it, i think that it fits with that but also like maybe if they just like threw out what a feeling like i doubt that they would or like olivia um i mean those are the ones i chose yeah i would love to see them just do something weird like that i know i wish that they would yeah do it one direction just freaking do, do it, it if yeah. you're listening do it for the vine yes 
Um, oh, that's the phrase. Rebecca asked me what the phrase was. She's like, do it for the what? And I was like, for the picture. What? <laughs> that's definitely the phrase. Oh, she's going to be so happy. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Do it for the picture. <laughs> I think Long Way Down could do well on radio, maybe. I just because a like, slow song, like you know mm, Ed Sheeran's slow songs, like mm, they're on radio. That's true, but I feel like Story of My Life because I'm trying to think of like what kind of ballady song did well, but Story of My Life isn't a ballad. No, so I just feel but like it did really well. Was that like really one of did. the best? It ones? was like the best one they've ever had, I think. Yeah. Um. So I think I don't know. Um. I just feel like what a feeling would be so cool to hear on radio. It I'd be really like, would. I would literally like campaign so hard. We can put it in the car and pretend it's the radio. Oh my god, it's coming! Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then all the other parts of the album play too. What yeah. a coincidence. Yeah, wow. This radio station must really love One Direction. <laughs> yes. Okay, so which songs do we want to see music videos for in particular? <laughs> um, I just want to see like what a feeling. I just want them to be like dressed up like from the 70s because like Harry obviously loves that kind of style. Um, just like Fog Machine. I've already talked about this. Like a well moonlight moonlit night in a field um i don't know what the storyline would be i'll have to think about it more i think i said this exact same thing like the exact same words that's okay everyone really seemed to like your description wow like there were multiple people my mom included like that's what i really care about you know yeah shout out shout out to my mom um i feel like i just like kind of get carried away when i just like but you know like you just have like a scene in your head and you want to like transport it into your head yes also, I felt like I was not being sincere, but I actually was being sincere, like, to your mom. So I just want to say that. <laughs> I just, I just felt like I was well, being a little too sarcastic. Well, calling things out that we said. Oh, God. Earlier what? when I said. Oh, I thought you meant me. I was like. No. Okay. What was it? I was reading the word that I couldn't pronounce. Yeah. By Max. Sent yeah. that in. I wasn't being sarcastic. I was saying, oh, that's a really easy word. And now I've just screwed it up and looked like an idiot. I wasn't saying that. Wow. Way to put that word in. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. So I was commenting on my inability to read, not your ability to put cool words in. Okay. Anyway. I would like to see Olivia as a music video. Oh my god, yes. I want like psychedelic things. I want them to be wearing flared pantsuits. More and floral. More swirlies and color. And like it could be part cartoon. <gasps> I yes. know. It could be oh part cartoon God. and like, please. Oh, uh, it would just be beautiful. Get like a um, 1D fan artist. Like, I'm like literally tearing up, like, thinking about how amazing that would be. It would get like really a 1D be. fan artist. Um, wow. To just like do part of the video. Like, it'd be oh so my good. God, that could be amazing. I'm just, wow. 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 Please take this advice. Yes. And then history, I think they could do a really cool fan video yeah. for history. Oh my god. Like that'd just be really cool. They they've done really cool fan compilation videos in the past. Think they need more or something where they even like invite fans to something like how Taylor Swift did it yeah. for Shake It Off. Something where like fans are involved. Um and then last one, AM, I think oh. I want a live version of them sitting around the campfire, Niall playing the guitar, and them singing AM together. That's so cute. It'd be like little things, but without Zane. <laughs> Which would be even better. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> or like back when they did What Makes You Beautiful, oh. when they were on the beach and they all just um, sat around singing Wonderwall yeah. and 
that other name of song I never remember where it's I'm like yours. <laughs> I feel like Caitlin just for, pretends to forget it just so she can, like, <laughs> I forget what it's called. Scott? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I really, there's just some words that you never remember. That's true. Like, the Super Bowl and that name of that song. I never remember those. You remember the Super Bowl, though. So, like, you got that was really 50%. Good. Um, wow. All right. Let's do our summary thoughts of this album. What would you say? No. Would you say, I mean, you already answered this, but okay. I didn't answer it. Is this the best album yet? I think. <laughs> <laughs> what a great question, Galen. <laughs> Good job, Galen. Um, I think it's hard to say at this point because we don't really, like, it hasn't sunk in. Yeah. But, like, I think the progression is good. I think it is progressing. And I'd say that makes it a better album. I think I'm going to like it more. But, again, even, like, I look back at Four and Midnight Memories and, like, I don't like every song on either of those. And it's hard for me to say, do I like Four better or Midnight Memories better? Because, like, I'll be like, oh, I love Strong. I love this. But then I'm like, yeah. no, but no control and Girl Almighty. It's like, they're kind of equal for me. Because they're songs I don't like on either of them. And this one, I think I like the songs percentage-wise a lot more. Yeah, I was going like, to say that. I like more songs on Made in the AM than I did on Four or Midnight Memories. Um, also, I feel like we always don't include, like, their first two albums, but I freaking love Take Me Home. Um, so, I will yeah. never forget oh, you. Like, going back and listening to those ones, just you get such, like, feelings Nostalgia. of where you were. Yeah. And, like, it brings up so many, like, emotions. It's hard to describe, but I think people understand it. Like, yeah, it, it sure. puts you in a place. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, how do you think you feel about the overall theme of change and endings in this album oh this is from um at camilla e ness um said how do you feel about the overall change theme of change and endings on this album especially in relation to it being the last one they'll release in a while do you think it feels more like a goodbye or a see you again awesome question yeah i love that phrasing um i definitely think it's more of a see you again i think that kind of made it like pretty heavy handed in the sense that they, especially in history. And I forget where it was. I think it's like walking in the wind. It's like, you'll see my face again, Mm -hmm. um, which I don't think is as directed towards the fans, like musically, but I like in that song, I don't know what I'm doing with my hand. Um, But I think that like, there's a bunch of lyrics in the song that's like talking, like you'll see me again. Um, Like this is not the end. Um, So I definitely think it's more of a see you again type. Thing. yeah i agree i and like i said the open at the close thing it's yeah. like it's ending but it's opening for like new beginnings yeah for sure um and i really just love the whole like the tying of the whole endings and the change and nostalgia nostalgia yeah of the album um and i think it's weird knowing that the boys aren't going to be writing an album for a while and like i don't know it just makes the album feel more cohesive i guess um so what do we do now that it's out? Like, what is your plans for listening? How do you get through the fact that we're not going to have more 1D music? Do you have any advice for the listeners? Um, join hands with me and cry. No. Um, I think that, like, I said on last album, or last, po- why do I keep saying album? <laughs> last podcast, like, there's so many different, like, places to listen to it that I haven't listened to yet. And, like, so many people I haven't listened to yet. Like, I haven't listened to it with you yet. So I, I feel like they're just, like... <gasps> we have to get yeah. together and drive. Yeah. 
Except it'll be you because I can't drive, so. Yes, I like driving. I've missed when you go to school and you don't drive, like you come back. Rebecca's like, I want to drive. I'm like, nope, sorry, <laughs> I'm driving. I don't understand because I don't have my license. Sometimes it takes a second to remember which pedal's which, but like then you get it. And That's you're like, great, Caitlin. <laughs> you should definitely admit that. <laughs> hey, I think everyone understands. Um, but yeah, I'd say like play it, play it with different people. I think just listening and getting again, you hear different things, you hear different harmonies, you hear lyrics you haven't yeah, heard. Exactly. I love when that happens. Like some, like even listening to songs you've from like four and whatever, like you hear it again, you're like, oh my God, that's a lyric. Yeah. Or like if you look at the lyrics and listen, like it's just yeah. a new experience. It's mind blowing, really. It really is. Even like different seasons. I feel like different seasons have different, like different feelings. weather. It really, that's true, man. Like, rain versus, like, a really hot summery day. Like, there's just so many... Daytime, nighttime, it all changes. I feel like I need to do this to every single song now that I've ever listened to and just, like, experience in every single scenario. All right, you do that. Okay, I'll Um, work on it. And I think we just keep going and looking forward to the live shows that we have. Hopefully hearing some new songs live than the ones we've already heard live. I'm praying to God that the What a Feeling, they're going to play it I need Olivia as well. Oh my god, with I the full scale one. band. Oh my god. Like, can you imagine if they played on like the Grammys and they did Olivia mm. and they had like a whole strings oh and a whole god. trumpet section? If they like, I'm not sure if they would perform in the Grammys, but like, although they're like might be nominated, but I feel like if they did perfect, I'd be so let down. It would be, no, they could not do perfect at the Grammys. Uh, they won't still be doing perfect. There'll be a new single out. Okay, that. true. If it's Love You Goodbye, I'm leaving. No, I feel like Louis would be would be very nervous to oh. do "Love You Goodbye" because of his high note. But it, I mean, he sounds so good. But at the same time, just I know. Why? I know. So let's just continue to support the boys. We're gonna be dissecting all the songs. You know, write in with which ones you have opinions on and want yeah. us to talk about. Um. And also, we'll be letting you guys know when we're doing, like, specific episodes for each song, so then you guys can, like, write in, like, a longer, lengthier analysis of yeah. them. Because I love hearing that. include it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we have an announcement as well that we want to make. Um, on an upcoming episode, we hope to have an entire discussion about marginalized groups in the One Direction fandom, including um, racially, religious, gender, sexuality, etc., um, we just want to hit a lot of bases. Um, and we want to get listener stories and we want, um, to read them on the show and talk about, like, different forms of oppression. Um, I don't know what people know about that, but I think it's just a really good way to make things that are, to talk about social issues in a really relatable way by bringing in One Direction and the One Direction fandom so younger people can understand it better and it and it can be more personal to them. Yeah. Um, cause I think that makes people want to care more. Yeah. And I think that like hearing, um, people's actual stories, like in their own words is very important because like we're two like white cis girls. So obviously we have a lot of privilege. And I think that like actually like listening to other people's stories, like in their own words, I think that's just really important because we don't want to talk for people. Yeah, we definitely can't talk for people. No, absolutely not. Um, so that's why it's important to get listener feedback. Um, and we also have a graphic on Tumblr um, that sort of just like outlines like what we'd want or just like talking like basically what Caitlin had just said. So if you want to go reblog that, um, you know, we've go got a hundred and one reblogs on it. No <laughs> I mean, big deal. Nothing special. Yeah, <laughs> that's the biggest deal of our life. Um, but yeah, so talk direction, 
at no talkdirection.tumblr.com yeah so send us your stories um you can send them if they're long in an email Mm -hmm. um that's talkdirection dot no talkdirection at gmail.com yeah we're just messing up wow or you can send it on tumblr you can do it anonymously you can tweet us Mm -hmm. you know we have lots of ways to get connected um, because we just, it's probably not going to happen for a while. So don't worry. It's going to yeah. probably happen in the new year. Definitely going to happen in the new year, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but just, we want to start like collecting stories similar to what we did to the fandom episode. We yeah. wanted to collect early, um, because we do really care about getting views from lots of different people. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to recommendations. Okay. Um, I have, I don't know how many. I think first, go watch the video of the boys winning Artist of the Year at the AMAs so that you can see that beautiful OT4 hug. I might say it's the best OT4 hug yet. I mean, wow. the Boston concert was good. What about the end? What about the um, last leg of the Ultra Tour? Okay, that was good too. <laughs> but like this one, I, I think they, they, they just, didn't know it was coming. They didn't know it was mm. coming. So it was like, so, it felt so genuine. Mm. Like it was like, oh my God, we have to hug. Not like, okay, bring it in, guys. Yeah. It was like, like, they just, like, whipped into each other. It was just, like, such a tight little oh. bundle of yum. You know? God, it was just so beautiful. And, like, I want to so, be in an OT4 hug one of these days. Oh, I know. It was just so beautiful. And then, also, we've been doing some fun Twitter polls on our Twitter. So, go follow us. Talk underscore direction. And and now that you can have four different I know. things. So I'm so happy about that. I was like, when are they going to get more than two? Yeah. Now it's exciting. Now, like, we have to figure out what's going to be on there. Keelan's been doing all of them, and they've been really hard, like, to choose. Like, there was one, like, what's your favorite, like, upbeat, dancey song? And it was, like, Never Enough and ten- Temporary Fix, right? Yeah. And I had to, like, really ponder on it. And, and that one ended up being split. Like... It was pretty close. It was, like, 50-50. Yeah. I love, like, seeing polls like that. It's yeah. the best thing Twitter's ever done. Yeah. So, like, in that way, if you don't want to interact with us, like... Like with words, <laughs> you can just hit a button. So go follow us and then be a part of that. And I think it's just interesting because we do have a lot of, we have like a lot of listeners. So the more people we get on our Twitter, like answering those polls, the more, um, like you can see data and comparing songs because you know what? We have thousands of downloads per episode and we don't have that many Twitter followers. So if you are a oh listener, go follow us and do our polls. Caitlin's wagging her finger at you. <laughs> I like really literally am. though. I'm like a, <laughs> Angry grandma. <laughs> Angry grandma Caitlin. Out again. Okay, what are your recommendations? Um, my recommendations are, well, specifically three. I've only seen three. Um, what's it called? When you put like One Direction songs over like a scene from a movie, I've seen like two from High School Musical and then one, um, from the bit where Ross and Monica do like their like their dance in the club from Friends to Wolves and it was well they didn't do it to Wolves but like it's dubbed over with Wolves and it's literally so great I'm gonna link all those on our Tumblr um please go watch all of them they're so great I feel like wow just oh yeah, yeah. and it was who was it Patty Keyhouse 1964 yeah. wrote in wanting us to talk about those yeah. I really loved the One Direction ones and it's so funny I know Sarah Marie's been reblogging a lot of them too and that's where I saw them um that. It's just funny how, like, high school musical dance moves fit to a lot of songs. I yeah. guess, like, the beat is pretty normal. Um, or I don't know what a normal beat is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, you know, it's just got a good beat and it makes sense. And, <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Um, tweet of the week this week. Do you have one? Uh, I'm trying to get it right now. I forgot. I mean, I know what I, I want it to be, but. All right. Isn't it a Nicki Minaj one? No, what? Okay, good. Then I'm going to go. Oh. Um, it's not that one. Oh. Um, I didn't have one, but I just thought of one. Oh, okay. We're prepared, guys. I think meant Nicki Minaj tweeted about One Direction. Like, I would oh have known about that no. girl. But I saw a tweet, and it was probably on Tumblr. Anyway, it was a picture of, at the AMAs, Nicki Minaj presented the award for best musical pop group yep. rock mm-hmm. one. And um when they went up to get their award they always like go and hug the presenter who presented mm-hmm. it and there's a picture of Louie and Nicki Minaj hugging and there's different captions to it one of them was like the people with the best butts like meeting yes or whatever and then another one was the one you sent me what did it say yeah it was like um it was one that Nicki actually liked on Instagram and it was like um let's come together and rule the world or something the fact that she liked it too like made my life complete and i'm so glad they won that award because just them interacting with Nicki minaj is like literally my made my heart and soul and everything sore Mm -hmm. it was just really funny so what's your tweet of the week my tweet of the week is from niall and it was after the amas and um he said holy sh um just woke up and the first thing that came to my head was that we won two more amas including artists of the year little cute smiley face um, I thought it was just so cute and just like so real and the fact that he like felt like he wanted to tweet that. It was just so cute. I just love when he's like I don't know. They're just so so cute and like thankful. Yeah, both Liam and Niall seem so genuine the response. Yeah. And it reflects in that OT4 hug. Oh, for sure. Um so then our question of the week um is what do you want the next single to be? What do you think? Write us in. Do you think they should do something weird like Olivia or What a Feeling or like go with um love you goodbye i don't know i'm interested <laughs> let us know we'll probably have a twitter poll about it yeah yeah okay. <laughs> i'm just really excited about those twitter polls man. i know they're the best they like, really statistics are. are the best the only time i'll ever love math <laughs> um okay so write in and then also just general feedback and suggestions as usual um opinions on anything we've said correct us if we're wrong create some more discussion any stories you want us to hear or fun videos you saw you want us to talk about, let us know, or suggestions of how you want us to keep talking about this album. Because I think next episode is going to be a song discussion. Um, and we'll let you know what song it is so you can write in. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we're just gonna, we want suggestions of how you want us to talk about the album. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for listening to episode 23 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our website for our show notes and the links to some of the things we've talked about on this show, talkdirection.tumblr.com. Follow us on Instagram. It's just talkdirection. And you can also follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara is with a C. And then head over to iTunes and rate and review us and subscribe. Um, you can just search Talk Direction or actually One Direction and we come up in the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and you can also follow us on SoundCloud um, if that's more your style. Um, so I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for song discussions on episode 24. Happy Thanksgiving and happy Kara's birthday. (laughs) And go wish her a happy birthday on Twitter. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) What?
<laughs> that bye was just your best one yet. Bye! <laughs>